There's nobody. I heard somebody say, I searched all over. Couldn't find nobody. I looked high and I looked low. I still, I think it's a song, couldn't find there's nobody like the God that we serve. Oh, give him a praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are yet worthy in this place. Hallelujah. God, we give you glory on tonight. God, we thank you for just being the mighty God. Hallelujah, the wonderful counselor, the prince of peace in this place. We thank you for your presence and your power on tonight. We thank you, Father God, for the word that will fall on good ground and accomplish all that you send it to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hold your Bibles. Pastor still probably wanted to bring my Bible up here. This is my Bible. It is the word of truth. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer. I am humble before the Lord. I'm obedient to the Lord. I am mature in the Lord. And I'm enthusiastic about the Lord. I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read into your hearing on tonight. Matthew chapter 2, verses 7. I'm going to go down through 12. Amen? Well, I'll go to 11. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring him back, bring word back to me that I too may come and worship him. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Amen? Amen. You may take your seats. Amen. And so it is my objective on tonight, really it's my prayer. I pray two things for tonight. And first is for you to know the love of Christ and be able to recognize the ways in which he shows his love. For you to know the love of Christ and for you to be able to recognize the ways he shows them. That second part of that, in the midst of deceivers, for you to give honor to the bright and morning star. Amen? The bright and morning star. Now, I want you guys to know that from the beginning, the very beginning and throughout scripture, God has shown his love for us by providing boundaries, by guiding us on this journey, and by dwelling with us, sometimes in spite of us. Dwelling with us, sometimes in spite of us. Y'all hold on to dwelling. It's something about that dwelling. I would venture to say that one of the greatest ways he has shown his love for us is by dwelling with us. Huh? His birth, his death, the Holy Spirit. 
This dwelling is referred to as a Hebrew word, it's shakan. It's where we get the word shekinah glory. It means he caused to dwell. It's a divine visitation of the presence or the dwelling of the Lord God on earth. And how many of you know that his presence makes all of the difference? His presence makes all of the difference. And so we see in Exodus chapter 3, we see an example of his Shekinah glory or Shekan. When God speaks to Moses from the burning bush. How many know they said that the, the bush was burning, but it was not consumed? It was at this time that Moses received his assignment to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. Then again in Exodus, down in uh, chapter 13, while on the journey out of Egypt, God let Moses and the Israelites, it says the scriptures say, in a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Then you go to Colossians, Colossians 2 and 9. Jesus Christ is the dwelling place of God's glory. In Christ, we see the manifestation of God himself. Somebody say Shekhan. In Matthew, surrounding our scripture text for tonight, it was the star in which led the wise men to Jesus in order for them to worship him. The star. Matthew 2 and 1 says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. And after about that time, some wise men from the eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. Then down in 9 and 10, it says, when they heard the king, they departed and behold, the star which they saw in the east stood over the very house where the young child was. Hmm. The very house. Now, there are many instances throughout scripture where we see a divine visitation of the presence or the dwelling of God on earth. But tonight, we're not going to focus on the, the cloud by day or the, the pillar of fire by night or the burning bush. But tonight we're going to stand on the star. We want the star to stand out on tonight. Amen? Amen. And if you're like me, I say, why, Lord? Why the, why the star? I'm speaking to you from the topic, the star. In my studies, some say that this star was a, a supernova, a comet, maybe a, a massing of planets, a triple conjunction of Jupiter, and on and on. But none of these explanations explain how the star went ahead of the wise men and stood over the very house where the Messiah was. What star can lead to a specific house? The star that he preordained, the star that represented his Shekinah, Shekinah glory, the star that will go on to lead the wise men to him, to worship him, the star. You know, he said, Adrian, focus on the star so that you can highlight my love and my, div my divine plan to dwell with you. My divine plan to dwell with you. In Revelations chapter 22, Jesus testifies to the churches. And it's just a matter of fact. It's actually, it's kind of direct. He said, blessed are those who do his commandments, that they might have a, a right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. Then he goes on, he says, but outside are dogs, sorcerers, 
the sexual immoral, murderers, idolaters, and whoever loves, the pra loves and practices a lie. And I thought, well, what is that? What? I'm trying to focus on the star, huh? He's still trying to dwell with us eternally, telling us who can enter the gates and who's going to be on the outside. He's still trying to find a way for you and I to dwell with him, but this time eternally. Amen? If you drop down in Revelations 22 and 16, he says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. He said, I am both the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Some versions say, I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright and morning star. Star. Let's just think about that for a minute. Let's look at that. He says, I am the root. The root is the origin and the source of all living things. And then he is the offspring. So if you're the source, you're the one who gives birth. And then you're also the, off the offspring. You're the one who's born. And how is that possible? And that's what, and that's what baffled a lot of the religious theologians, the Sadducees, the Pharisees at that time. How is he the, the, the origin and the offspring? How is he the son of David and the Messiah? Amen? Reminds me of one of my favorite scriptures is in Acts 17, 28. It says, for in him we live and move and have our being. And some of your poets have said we are also his offspring. Don't you know the scripture that says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. He was there in the beginning. You know, 22, Matthew 22 is tricky. It goes on and it discusses several accounts of those Sadducees, those Pharisees, and some of those religious leaders who just couldn't understand. Maybe some they didn't want to understand. They were constantly trying to trap Jesus with his own words. You know, at one point he had to tell them, you don't know the scripture or the power of God. That's what he told them. And then in 2242, Jesus challenges the Pharisees by asking what they think about the Christ. And it's that very challenge that I just talked to you about. He asked the, the Pharisees, whose son is he? Whose son is the Christ? And they replied, he's the son of David. Jesus asked them, then why does David, speaking in the spirit, Call the Messiah Lord, capital L-O-R-D. And Jesus said, how can the Messiah be his son? And just like how y'all got quiet just now, that's about how quiet it was. They didn't ask him another question about anything, amen? You know, from all of that, from all of those questions or trying to trap or trying to, to do these different things, I just believe tonight that the Spirit of God is saying, stop giving credit to, to everything else and everyone else. He says, I am the source of all living things. There was nothing made that I didn't make. I am the Alpha and the Omega. You know, there's a song that says, I was there in the beginning and I'll be there when you get to the end. He's trying to let you, I am the offspring of David. I am the bright and morning star. Give him his credit. It wasn't a comment. Uh, don't let the symbols overshadow who he is. It's not the tree. 
huh? It's not the gifts. It's not the, the person he used to deliver the message. It's not your, your human thoughts or your human plans or your human ways. It's not if you're esteemed or how high you are esteemed or if you're not esteemed. It's none of that. Huh? Hallelujah. But it is about the star. It's about the star. I think we put a lot of things on top of him. A lot of symbols, a lot of things. He said, give me my credit. I am the source of all living things. And without me, there was nothing that is. Amen? The one who loves us unconditionally and how he's exhausted every measure to dwell with us. He is the bright and morning star. Someone say bright. Bright and morning star. And he said bright for a reason. And I got to talk to this. You know, I learned some time ago that Jesus and Satan were referred to as morning stars. And I was just like, what? You know, why? Why would they do that? But I quickly realized the word morning in morning star, it does not mean morning as much as it means early. Early days, earlier times. Notice Jesus is emphasizing that he is the bright and morning star. He could have just said, I'm the morning star. He wanted to distinguish himself, separate himself from the counterfeit. Separate himself from darkness again. He wanted to separate himself from darkness again. And I said again because in the beginning, the very beginning, he separated light from darkness. In Genesis 1 and 3, he said, let there be light. And there was light. And he saw that the light was good. And then right away, he separated the light from darkness. You know, there's a separation that ought to be distinct between your light and someone else's darkness. There shouldn't be any confusion or any blur between the lines. Amen? Jesus is the bright and morning star. Bright because he's splendid, magnificent, he's clear, transparent, he's true. Sounds like the characteristics of a star. Satan is a morning star that fell from heaven. His name was Lucifer, angel of light, but he was cast down. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah, going to and fro seeking those who are loyal to him. Yet Satan goes to and fro like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. The scriptures say he's a liar and the father of lies. Complete opposite. Jesus' light is bright and self-existent. Satan wants God's glory for himself. He's jealous. He's envious. His motives are impure. Yet in the midst of God's glory, being revealed through the star at Jesus' birth, it's important to note this. King Herod had vicious motives as well. Huh? He lied. He lied about wanting to worship Jesus. He was trying to deceive the wise men. He wanted to steal, kill, and destroy Jesus. And I just came to drop these scriptures on you. It says, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly, are ravenous wolves. Beware of those who have the appearance of godliness, but deny the power thereof. The scriptures say avoid 
such people. Herod was a king, but he was afraid of being replaced by the king. You know, God's, God puts people in place for a time. Know your time. He didn't have a John the Baptist attitude. You got to think about John the Baptist. See, John bore witness of Jesus Christ. He knew his place in God's plan. How many of you know it's important to know your place in God's plan? It's important to know where you fit in so you can get in. Amen? He said, this is John the Baptist. I'm just one. Hey, they said, well, who are you? Are you the Messiah? He said, no, no, wait a minute. I'm just one shouting in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. He was so smart. He said, you know what? The one that's coming after me is greater than me, and I'm not even worthy to latch huh, his sandals. He's not even worthy to unlatch the, the latchet on his sandal. John realized he comes after me, but he is preferred before me. For he was before me, is what John says. He said, hey, I baptize with water, but the one comes after me, he baptizes with the Holy Spirit. Oh, somebody knows the word in this place. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. There's that dwelling again. The birth of Jesus was yet another way for God to display his love for us, for him to dwell with us. Even in his death, he left the Holy Spirit. Just another way to dwell in you. The comforter to lead and to guide you into all truth. Saints, I dare you stand on your feet this evening. Go ahead and stand up this evening. And do like the wise men. Purpose it in your heart to lift up a worship. Lift up a praise from your mouth. It may it don't have to be mustered up. But it got to be one that's from the depths of your soul when you think on the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for you. I know for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. I thank God for keeping me. I thank God for watching over me. I thank God because I could have been dead and gone, but yet he saw fit to keep me to preserve my life. Hallelujah, I was on my way to a burning, a burning hell. Hallelujah. And I know for a fact that the Lord reached out and grabbed me, snatched me from the muck and the miry clay. Oh, you ought to give him some praise in this place. If you think about where you could have been, how it could have been. Hallelujah. Oh, you got to give them glory. I tell you, open up your mouth. Don't clap and tell them something sweet. Hallelujah, because it's not about me. It's about the star. It's not about me. I don't want to hear you. Let him hear you on tonight. Hallelujah. He said, Adrian, focus on these stars so they can know my divine plan to dwell with them, in them. Hallelujah, you're worthy on tonight. There's nobody like you, God, in all of the heavens and in all the earth, God. None beside you, no symbol greater than you. No king, you are the greatest king, hallelujah. You are the Lord of lords. You are the bright and morning star, hallelujah. None can compare, hallelujah. You are yet worthy 
in this place. Hallelujah, we come for no other reason than to lift up your name on tonight. Be ye glorified in this place. We love you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Put your hands together. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised in this place. Hallelujah. Glory to your name on tonight. Hallelujah. If there's anybody under the sound of my voice that does not have a relationship with Jesus, doesn't know him as Lord and Savior, doesn't understand the bright and morning star and what he can do for you, I dare you slip up your hand in this place. Hallelujah. I see no hands in the building. Hallelujah. If you have backslidden from Christ, if you want to just get a little bit closer, draw a little bit closer unto him, I dare you just slip up your hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. If you desire prayer, we just invite you to call the, the number that's on your screen and leave a message there. We want to pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Keep praying, saints. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But his spirit is yet moving. Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah for that one who is just asking for a healing in their body, God. Hallelujah. Oh, you are able to do all things. He is a God who can reverse some things. Hallelujah. I know for a fact that you can get a diagnosis and none of the symptoms can match what the doctor said that you got. Hallelujah. In this place. Hallelujah. We thank you. Get your prayer on your mind right now. Hallelujah. Before we go to God together, get your prayer on your mind. Get your thought. What it is that you are asking God for? What it is that you need to tell God? Hallelujah. Glory to your name in this place, God. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you on tonight, Father. We thank you, hallelujah, for everything that was said. Hallelujah. Everything that was done, Father. We thank you for your presence that rests, rules, and abides in this place and in us, God. We thank you, Lord God, that you bless us individually. Hallelujah, that you dwell with us individually. But God, that you dwell with us in this corporate setting. Hallelujah. We pray that your Shekinah glory fills this place, God. Hallelujah, that you meet every need, that unspoken request, God. Hallelujah, the thing that has that person bound on tonight, God. Move in a mighty way, God. Oh, God, we'll be ever so careful to give you all of the glory. Hallelujah, you get all of the honor in this place, God. It all belongs to you. It's in the matchless name of Jesus we pray. Thank God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah.